Welcome to this audio recording of a recent article from warhornmedia.com. This is episode 122, and the title is 10th Presbyterian Church Session Statement Revealing. The article is by Tim Bailey. I'm your reader. The date is January 9, 2024, and this is a sixth in a series. Below is the transcript of the statement the session of 10th Presbyterian Church wrote and posted on Vimeo, explaining why they canceled the congregational meeting they'd called for this past Sunday, January 7, 2024. In this article, I make some comments, hoping they will be helpful to those involved in the mess, helping them to see why the session must resign and Presbytery must send in a commission to take over the sessional responsibilities for a time. These statements made by Sessions through a spokesman always have much time put into their writing and editing. It is a mistake to think they are the work of the spokesman himself. This is said to emphasize that every word of this statement has been carefully considered, and every word is significant in showing the session's current state. So I'm going to read the sections of the session statement, and then I'm going to comment. First of all, the session statement itself. Hi, everyone. I'm Jamin Ferner, interim moderator of the 10th session. And my comment is this, the word interim, because the senior pastor, Liam Gallagher, has abandoned his calling and is not present to fulfill his own duty to moderate meetings of the session and congregation. Members of 10th need to be reminded that Gallagher did this unilaterally meaning without the permission of either of the two entities that share the authority to act on this resignation, the congregation of 10th Presbyterian Church, not the session, they don't have that authority, and Philadelphia Presbytery. Whether Mr. Ferner was appointed by Senior Pastor Golger, yeah, he still is 10th Senior Pastor, Whether Ferner was appointed by Gallagher to moderate the session after his departure, whether the session itself appointed Mr. Ferner, whether the Presbytery and 10th session agreed in his appointment is not known, nor is it known whether Mr. Ferner has also been appointed to moderate the congregational meeting that may eventually be held. Picking up Mr. Ferner's statement, which really is a statement of the entire elders board, the session. I want to thank you for taking a moment to listen to this important update. I want to let you know that 10th session met on Friday to cancel the congregational meeting called for Sunday, January 7th, and there's two reasons for this. Now my comment. Session minutes are public records, and members of 10th should be reading their session's minutes after they are approved. In the case of this session meeting, Mr. Ferner is referring to, it had to have been a, quote, special called meeting, unquote, of the session. And these meetings must include the purpose of the meeting in the call sent out to session members. This purpose of the call must be recorded in their minutes 
of the session meeting. And these minutes must demonstrate that the discussion and actions of the session did not range beyond the purpose of the meeting stated in its call. And so, for instance, since the purpose for which this quote, special called meeting, unquote, is stated by interim moderator Ferner as follows. And remember in his statement, he said, quote, session met on Friday to cancel the congregational meeting, unquote. The minutes have to record this was the only substantive business acted upon. No other substantive business is allowed to be carried out unless it too was stipulated in the call for this meeting. Now, these stipulations are important because, quote, special called meetings, unquote, typically are held on short notice so that session members have to rearrange their schedules in order to be present. If they have a conflict with the time and date of the special called meeting, elders will often weigh their attendance by the special called meeting's stated purpose. If they make the decision to maintain their prior commitment and not attend the special called meeting due to its call being stated, quote, to cancel the congregational meeting, unquote, but they find out after the fact that the session also voted to pay their current senior pastor, Liam Gallagher, $150,000 in severance pay, it would be understandable that the elder who had decided not to cancel his prior obligation would be upset and state that the meeting went beyond its proper limits. He might well say that had he known severance pay for senior pastor Gallagher was part of the agenda, he would have decided to attend in order to oppose this. It's also worth noting in connection with special called meetings of the session that these same rules apply to special called meetings of the congregation. The call must stipulate the actions which will be considered, and the business must be limited to what was stated in the announcement of this special called meeting. Picking up the statement from the session, quote, first, snow had been forecast throughout the week on Sunday morning, and we were concerned that the weather might be an impediment, at least to some of you who would want to participate in that meeting. But second, Session heard from a number of 10th members that they're looking for more information and more time to make a prayerfully informed decision about how to vote at this meeting. The Session wants to do everything it can to listen to you and give you both the time and the information needed in order to vote, and so we decided to cancel the meeting called for Sunday. Unquote. So that's, again, the Session statement, and now commenting. Note that the session is quite insistent that its member elders want to, quote, listen, unquote, to members of the congregation. This seems to indicate the session is conscious of its need to reclaim the trust of the congregation. Note also that this vote is not postponed, but canceled. The purpose of the meeting was, quote, in order to vote, unquote, and then, quote, cancel, unquote, is the word they used. And it's worth asking them why it was canceled rather than postponed. It's likely this was due to the session feeling at sea in a storm and not feeling capable of predicting a date when this vote could be held without possibly contributing to the anger and distress of the congregation. Then the session statement is made again, quote, Now I do want to tell you a few more things, though, 
One, the meeting originally called for this Sunday will be rescheduled and called for another date, unquote. My comment, it would have been possible for them simply to postpone the meeting to some future date, but they have no proposed date. Reading, continuing in their statement, quote, We don't know exactly when, but we want to give ample opportunity for everyone to get to the point where they feel seen and heard and where they feel they have the information needed to move forward, unquote. My comments, speaking of their flock, 10th session says, quote, they feel, unquote. Twice. Not good. Not good because, quote, everyone, end quote, they feel, is not, quote, you, end quote, you feel. This is a sad indication of what has long been obvious at 10th concerning the distance between 10th shepherds and their sheep, quote, they, unquote. But worse, In a crisis when church officers' betrayal of their responsibilities has been as painfully revealed and documented as has been done with the elders of 10th Presbyterian Church, it is presumptuous and condescending to talk down to that congregation by stating that you are concerned about how, quote, they feel, unquote. Truthfully, it's not the congregation's feelings the session should concern itself with, but the congregation's judgments. May I be permitted to say this? Can anyone alive today learn to stop talking about people's feelings when the matters at issue are doctrinal and moral? It is God and the fulfillment of his commands concerning the church and her officers at issue here. These are not matters calling for the massaging of feelings, but rather addressing and then submitting to the congregation's judgments. 1 Peter 4.17, for it is time for judgment to begin with the household of God. Picking up the elder's statement again, quote, And to, if weather conditions permit, we invite you to attend worship on Sunday, have communion together, and to stay, if possible, for a special informational meeting following the 11 a.m. service, unquote commenting, in other words, all that changed is that the vote is removed from the congregational meeting. They didn't want to allow the vote. So although they canceled the vote, they went ahead and used the meeting to give the congregation the, quote, information, unquote, they thought was needed. Now then, what happened to the session's desire to, quote, listen, unquote, to the congregation? A vote would have allowed the congregation to speak, declaring its will. But now the vote is canceled, and the elders instead will dispense, quote, information, unquote. Returning to the elders' statement, this meeting will give the session an opportunity to explain why the congregational meeting was canceled and what we plan to do moving forward. In addition, elders will be available to talk with you after that meeting. End of the session statement and now commenting. It would be more truthful to say the session was going to give out information about, quote, why the congregational vote was canceled, unquote. Also, note the session is stating the method for questioning the elders will be to do so individually in private, quote, after that meeting, unquote. So it appears the session is not willing to be questioned publicly, but only privately. 
Yet canceling the vote and allowing only private listening makes for no accountability. Pay attention to this. Again, the session statement, quote, three, uh, part of making sure we see and hear you is to have a series of listening sessions throughout the parishes over the coming weeks, unquote. Commenting, note the repetition of their commitment to, quote, listen, to, quote, hear, to, quote, see. The, quote, sessions, unquote, they say they will hold are private. They're not announcing any congregational meeting where a vote will follow. The session continues, quote, We want you to have the opportunity to talk with your elders, ask questions, and hear all the information that's available to share, unquote. Commenting, that's available to share. To this session, controlling the train wreck seems to be their only concern. Bring the cherry picker in and let's get these wrecked cars off the track and the rails relayed as soon as possible so business can resume. Again, their statement, quote, that's available, the information, quote, that's available to share, unquote. These questions might well be asked by members of the congregation of the session. What areas of information are you, quote, unable to share, unquote? Please be specific. Which persons are you, quote, unable to share, unquote, information about? What crimes or sins are you, quote, unable to share, unquote, information about? Who is keeping you from giving us, the congregation, the information we request? Is any of this withholding of information something our church's insurance company is requiring of you? Is any of this withholding of information something our church's legal counsel is requiring of you? Is there anything you are withholding because you have made an agreement with Senior Pastor Liam Gallagher to withhold it? Is there anything you are withholding because you have made an agreement with Mrs. Susan Elsey to withhold it. Is there anything you are withholding because Philadelphia Presbytery has advised you to withhold it? Is there anything you are withholding because the office of the stated clerk of the Presbyterian Church in America has advised you to withhold it? And finally, this question, would you please give us a list of the categories of information you are refusing to give us, your congregation, along with your stated reasons for your refusal and for your withholding of information we request? Now the the session statement continues. Quote, we'll get those parish meetings scheduled and announced to you as quickly as possible. And four, we want to be absolutely transparent with you about the process we're all going through. Unquote. Commenting, this is the worst part of the session statement. Claiming you want to be, quote, absolutely transparent, unquote, is never a good look in communications given out by officers of the corporation in the aftermath of a public scandal. What brought everyone to this point 
is the entire lack of transparency, which is to say honesty, on the part of the session and its pastors. This is what the Grace Report documented exhaustively. How embarrassing that the session hawks its transparency at the very moment that everyone half aware of that report knows they have done everything in their power to avoid transparency for over 20 years now. But then it gets worse. The session speaks of, quote, the process we're all going through, unquote. Process? Seriously? The scandal is a process? This scandal you men created and maintained. But worse, you claim your congregation is in solidarity with you as you suffer the shame and humiliation of your actions. Quote, we are all going through, unquote. It's as if you men are just as much victims as your congregation, yet you are the ones responsible. For it is you who have presided over this scandal. You're, quote, going through, unquote, this scandal with your flock? Poor you. Shall your congregants pity you? Even from a communication standpoint, this stuff is tone dead. Stop to consider it spiritually and it's damnable. They continue the session. They say, quote, so that means getting you more timely information about not only what's going on, but why it's going on and ways that you can speak into it. The session wants to love you well, and a big part of that is communicating effectively, unquote. Commenting, if the session of 10th Presbyterian Church truly wants to love their flock, quote, well, unquote, they should resign. They have betrayed their office and sheep again and again for more than 20 years. It is good and right to forgive them for this, but the session should be requesting forgiveness. Then returning to the elder's statement, quote, so lastly, I just ask you to pray for your elders as we try to navigate this process with all of you. Pray that the Lord would give us wisdom and grace, not only to lead you well, but to love you well also. Unquote. Commenting. Again, this word, quote, navigate, unquote, is infelicitous. Quote, navigate this process, unquote, is an undignified expression describing the responsibilities 10th Presbyterian Church's pastors and elders face at this time as a result of their own betrayal of their biblical duties. And that's the end of my comments. Again, this is six in a series. Thank you for listening. Do us a favor. Tell your friends about this podcast of articles from warhornmedia.com. Also, if you're able, please support this work. Go to warhornmedia.com and click on the Patreon link. This is Pastor Tim Bailey. Until next time, God willing.